Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are your hosts. Past WFCA president and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle, and the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, associate head coach at Arrowhead, past president of the WFCA. He is a Hall of Fame member himself, and uh, Tom Swiddle has has been a great co-host for years on this show. Hey, Tom, you, you hear the excitement in a guy like Jason Pittman's voice when he says, look, they walked up to me, shook my hand, and said, you know, congratulations, going to the Hall of Fame. And immediately he talked about his staff and his players and his community and all of the things that, that a guy like Jason Pittman I knew would talk about, but he brought it up really quickly. He sure did. And as he said, and I believe it as well, because there are so many people that contributed to to me ultimately getting into Hall of Fame. It's the people you work with. It's your players. It's your, your coaches. It's your parents. It's your administration. I mean, everything has to be in place in order for that to happen. 100%. Hey, we are now joined by a man that we have not had on this show in the past and, and uh, looking forward to spending a couple of segments with him. He is Tom Shafransky. He is the assistant director, WIA, new committee leader for football. And, and Tom Switter, we had a chance to talk about him um, a little bit off the air and, and a, co- a couple of days ago. And you know, you're, you're awfully excited, and, and I know that Wade has been, you know, the deputy director been been kind of part of the WFCA for a while, and, and Wade's decided to retire, and Tom is now going to be taking his spot. And you said, man, 
you know what the fact that that we had a chance to, to meet him in person uh, during the eight man All Star game and he made that trip over to shake hands and hang out with us. I think that was a really good step on 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 his part to be able to come over there and just uh, introduce himself in person. Well, it sure was, and I was so impressed. If you can imagine, Mike, you know, here's poor Tom standing with four or five, maybe six football coaches, and just being peppered with questions, right? <laughs> I mean, just absolutely being inundated with opinions and questions and things like that, and he handled it like a pro. So, Tom, thank you so much for being with us this morning. We are very excited to have you on the show, and, and I know you're traveling and you're very busy, so thank you so much for being on. Oh, not a problem, Mike. Tom, glad to be with you. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'm excited and honored to just be a part of uh, the football and uh, be able to experience the All-Star Game. And uh, back uh, years ago, I was a member of the Football Coaches Association uh, as an assistant coach uh, at Pacelli in West Bend. But uh, this is uh, this is a thrill for me, and uh, I'm really excited about the upcoming season getting started this week. Hey, Tom, you know, he's dealt with the hockey coaches and hockey parents <laughs> and swimming and golf. He's dealt with guys way tougher than you football boys, so no worries about him. He's able to take all those questions, you're peppering them, and he just, man, he can answer them no problem. Well, I'm sure I, I appreciate he can. that. He's dying to give us some insight into his <laughs> thoughts on football. I'm sure. Yeah, yes, yeah. he yes he is. Hey, uh, Tom, let's talk if we can quickly about your background, where you grew up, and how long you've been part of the WIAA. Yeah, thanks. It's uh, uh, been a heck of a journey for me. Uh, Stevens Point is my hometown, uh, but I was able to uh, kind of grow up here, uh, play uh, football at Pacelli, and uh, lucky enough to have a good, uh, successful high school career there. And then I went to UWSP and played tennis there, and then became a football coach at Pacelli while I was at UWSP before moving to West Bend and uh, being, uh, becoming the offensive coordinator there with Jerry Mullins. And uh, we were lucky enough to build a pretty good, solid program for West Bend and uh, in, the, in the famous Little Ten back then. Uh, and uh, we had uh, the likes of Ed Rux and uh, Charlie McDonald over at Jeez. Beaver Dam to contend with, along with some of the other uh, great uh, teams that have kind of developed out of uh, uh, Wisconsin Lutheran and Watertown. And uh, it was it was really a, a pretty neat situation for me to go to. And then I headed up to Rhinelander to be an athletic director and uh, then got to Spash. And uh, 20 years ago, uh, almost I don't know, a month and a day or so, uh, it was uh, Doug Chickering asked if I'd help him out at the WIA, and uh, I was I, I felt honored to be able to do that and have uh, handled golf and tennis, swimming and diving, hockey, and the scholar athlete program uh, for the last 19 years. So this is exciting. It's an exciting change for me, and we're excited to have Stephanie. And I, it just feels great. Dave and Wade have just done a super job putting things together for high school football in Wisconsin. And I feel uh, really fortunate to be able to step in and help through, help through the, these pandemic years now. Hey, did, yeah. Hey, Tom Swiddle, did, did he say he played football and tennis in high school? Yeah, okay, well, you I did. Man, yeah. You don't get that combination so often. Not too often. It, no. Not too often. It was actually you know, football, basketball, and tennis. But it, it's great for footwork, Mike. Yeah, oh, I, well, try. I know it is. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. You just don't hear too many too many guys playing football and tennis. So I kind of I kind of like that, Tom. You, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, like you yeah. said, footwork is is awfully awfully good with that. Hey, Coach Swiddle, when when we had talked about him taking over this this spot. You know, and you guys peppering him with, with some questions. I'm sure he just had some very politically correct answers uh, because it, <laughs> he's just stepped into the job. But it, it's going to be exciting. There's some things that we want to talk to him a little bit about when it comes to football and, and growing the sport in the state of Wisconsin. Yes, there, there are many things that uh, we'd like to talk about. So I think we should just get started. You know, last year, Tom, covid not just for football, but for all sports, was just hanging over everybody's head. And there were all these protocols in place. And, you know, it affected the way you practice, how you had meetings, even fans in the stands. Are there going to be any COVID protocols that we should be aware of, maybe not just with football, but just in general for high school athletics, um, given what's been happening lately with the increase of, of COVID cases? Yep. Tom, uh, you know, the, the the best response for me to start with there is everyone should remain just flexible uh, and, and be ready. Uh, changes can occur, but be prepared at, at this moment to move forward with a regular season and a tournament series and a state championship as uh, we had two years ago. The, the responsibility for all of us to be flexible isn't going to come from the WIAA. This is, uh, we're, we're at a point in this whole health uh, scenario that uh, any information and changes are going to come from uh, state, federal, and then local health officials directed to our schools and facilities. So uh, the WIA is, is not, we are, we're stepping back as far as the protocols are concerned. And uh, we really don't have any in place. It's all going to be local level. So coaches uh, and others affiliated with their football programs uh, are just going to want to pay attention to what's happening at the local level with their schools and anything, of course, with uh, some of the facilities that we might have that are off of school grounds. You know, and I think that's, that's great news for, again, not just football coaches, but coaches of any sport that, that things at the moment, you know, we're moving forward, and I'll just say as normal, but being very flexible in terms of what could come up. And, you know, we talk about growth of football in the state, and one of the things I learned from Wade Lebecki and his many years of, of working with him, um, you know, participation numbers for football are going down, but if you look at the percentage of, of students playing football, it remains pretty much the same. You know, so like the numbers are down, but that's attributed to the fact there aren't as many students as there once were. So, of course, numbers are going to go down. But football is one of the sports that seems to be, you know, pretty steady in terms of, of participation. Well, I, I think uh, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, we are seeing reductions in the number of students nationally and here in Wisconsin, and, and that is simply because we don't have as many high school students any longer. Um, here in central Wisconsin as well, uh, you know, lot, certainly lost the paper mill industry and uh, the move to electronics uh, and uh, uh, so many online services has also uh, cut back as far as numbers go in certain areas of the state uh, and, and different different uh, economic factors play into that regularly. But the percentage does remain there. And I think football uh, is one of those sports that just has that character builder to it. it, it it's got recognition that comes along with it. But being part of a large team, a team, you know, and, and you going back to my situation, yep, I had uh, two team sports that I played when I was in high school, but 
I liked having one individual sport as well, but being on that team means so much more and develops so much more in young men and young girls these days uh, that we're really uh, promoting as well. How can we find ways to provide these opportunities for more and more student athletes and, and help them and their parents to see and understand that there is an opportunity for them, there is a place for them to play, and that's the great thing about football is no matter what size you are, we've got a place for you to play. You know, one of the things that uh, that I always liked about about Wade is that you know he he's been on the sidelines, he's been in the trenches, and and it's good to know that that the, the guy following him has been there as well because he understands what's going on in in these coaches and these players' lives because he was one of them. He was a coach, he was a player, and I think he's going to be just a great addition um, to some of the things that WFCA is, is is trying to accomplish. One question I have for you before we get to a break, Tom, is you said, look, we got to be flexible and take a look at, at what your local community, what they're doing with, with, with any rules that are changing. I know last year the WA, WIA got more involved. I think it said, look, we're going to have a plan A and a plan B, and you can play in the fall or you can wait until the spring. Those kind of decisions now, are we're just going to keep it with, with the communities? Is that correct? And, and you, there won't be options for, for schools? Right. Uh, you know, here the, the scenario right now is our uh, WIA plan for a football season is to get this regular season going uh, with 11 player this week and eight player the following week, get regular season games happening on Thursday, Friday and Saturdays get uh, to October and get our tournament rolling and uh, uh, go that way. We, at this moment, we don't have uh, a backup plan for any spring uh, sports being necessary. It it doesn't mean that something like that couldn't develop once again during the year. But as as things stand right now, we are going with a fall season and hoping to move through regular tournament series and state championship right into November. He is Tom Shafransky. He is the assistant director, WIAA committee leader for football. We're going to hold him over for one more segment. We have some additional football questions for him. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to the pick and save wisconsin football coaches association show Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 12:50 a.m. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, associate head coach at Heartland Arrowhead. He is Tom Swiddle. We are joined by Tom Shafransky, assistant director of the WIA, new committee leader for football. And uh, I appreciate Tom Swiddle. I appreciate his answer. Um, as far as no plan B right now, this is our plan. Here we go. Let's let's get after it here in a week and let's get our games going. Yeah, you know, everybody feels that way as well. And, and you know, the WIAA has been, I think, you know, a great leader through this COVID stuff. And, you know, you're always open to criticism for any decision you make. But I, I don't see anything that the WIAA did this past year with sports um, being uh, detrimental to, to any of the sport. They did what they had to do to ensure a season, and people got through it. That's for sure. Hey, hey Tom, can I just stop you there? I commend them. You yeah. look at the states that we border up on, they didn't play. A lot of states right. didn't play. And these guys said, you know what, this is what we're going to do. And and I know a guy who sits behind a microphone with, with this kind of stuff, I liked part of it. I liked when Baraboo, you know, they couldn't play on Thursday because the the team they were playing against came down with COVID and Sussex Hamilton, same thing. And somebody put a tweet out and said, hey, we're open. Anybody want some of us? And Baraboo said, if you can make the trip up, we'd like, a, we'd like a shot at you, Hamilton. Come on up, boys. You know, that kind of stuff where you never get to see that kind of stuff in a normal season, but you don't, as a coaching staff and players, 
you, you don't have any time to break down film. We're just getting on the bus. We're going to go play football. I, I liked stuff like that. I know the guys that are closer to it didn't like it as much as I did, but it seemed like that old, you know, it, back growing up on the east side of Milwaukee, we'd go to different playgrounds, and you had no idea. Let's just go play and see if we're any good. And I liked that, but I give the WIA a ton of credit. For and I've and I sometimes I bash them a little bit if if I think they they deserve it but they didn't deserve any of it they I thought what they did was really good last season yeah agreed and you know we'd like to get into some of these other topics and and just get some of Tom's thoughts on this and um, you know one of the things that's out there Tom is the growth of eight man football and as eight man continues to grow it has the possibility of affecting eleven man football and. Specifically, I think we're going to be up to 58 schools that are going to be playing eight-man football um, this upcoming season. And I know there's been some discussion about having uh, playoffs, expanding the playoffs for eight-man football. And in so doing, there's been discussion of that affecting 11-man football in the sense of losing Division Seven. So can you just give us an update of where the WIAA stands on eight-man football, its growth, and how it might affect 11-man? Sure, glad to. And first of all, thanks for all the kind words there, fellows. Uh, that uh, means a lot. It, it uh, Again, just going back, uh, having that flexibility approach uh, and doing things like having an online program that allows our schools to find other uh, available schools when uh, COVID hits or if changes happen with eight man. And uh, uh, Tom, in getting to your question here, the, you know, the last two weeks, uh, that, that probably has been the, the biggest thing for me to take a look at as we get started with the season and getting this all organized. And we anticipate that that'll happen as the season gets underway uh, because we, you know, the reality is, is we ultimately don't know exactly who's playing until we really get to some games uh, week one uh, for us. And, uh, and in the meantime, we are exploring, checking schedules, checking uh, what people are doing to see if they're 11 man, have they gone to eight man? Do we have uh, all of the paperwork for them? You know, are they in the tournament series talking with them? Uh, regularly uh, in, in helping them to understand what their options are. And eight-man is an option for everyone. Uh, that, that's just something that as uh, football programs, uh, if you run into numbers with a class of uh, uh, a certain class, and that might be your senior class, it might be your senior and your junior class, it's something that you can look at so that we can keep tackle football uh, right in front of everybody and give them something that they're able to do. As far as setting up a tournament series and so forth for them, yep, uh, we are looking at about uh, 58 teams. Uh, it's possible um, that, uh, that that's what registered for it, so that's where that number is going to stay. But we are probably going to see some additional teams go in that direction. Uh, we've had uh, about a half dozen contact us in this last two weeks regarding uh, moving to eight-man, what will not be in the tournament series. We do give them with WIA approval, an additional game that they can play, but uh, they don't have a playoff series they can be in. But for us, this year, we will keep it as things are. Uh, the uh, seven divisions of 11-player will take place at Camp Randall, and uh, we will have the uh, eight-player football uh, championship. Uh, at, at uh, And I don't know if we actually have, uh, i got to be honest, I, I don't even know if we finalized where that site is going to be. 
but uh, we will have that eight player at a different site. And then we'll, the, those conversations will continue. Uh, personally, you know, there are lots of issues uh, with this that, that people have to look at. But you know what? To me, if we can provide additional tournament opportunities, playing opportunities, let's see what we can do to get them together. The All We certainly were able to do it uh, last uh, week or so with the uh, All-Star Games and uh, didn't seem to be too much of a problem to me. Well, I think there's a lot of people that like that answer, Tom, and it is a flexible thing, a flowing thing, and you're right. Who knows ultimately how many schools will be, will be playing eight-man, and I know that there are um, regulations you follow of who's eligible for the tournament and that kind of thing. But, again, it's just a topic that's out there that gets discussed uh, by the WFCA, the WFCA executive board, and all the reps, and I appreciate your answer for that. You know, another thing that, that has been implemented that's been a change, and it really hasn't happened yet because there really weren't playoffs last year, but auto seeding. Um, we've gone to auto seeding in football for the tournaments, for the playoffs, and, um, you know, just your thoughts on auto seeding. Well, uh, I'll go first. I'll just start out first of all, tennis-wise. Uh, you know, we don't just uh, in tennis. We seed essentially uh, about two thousand kids and determine uh, who we we have a means of them advancing, and then we also have a special qualifier selection as well. So we have used auto seeding uh, in tennis for the past five years in a very interesting way. And football is kind of picking it up at this point in time. And uh, we've identified nine criteria uh, that are that are listed for our coaches. That is with the coaches association working with us to put those together. Uh, it certainly it, it isn't perfect by any means, but at the same point, um, it really provides the key criteria that need to be used in order to advance to get the the uh, 224 teams that we need for our state championship and and then to be able to place them uh, within their 32 uh, team pods into the proper seating area um, we think that it's something that is going to be pretty darn efficient and for the most part serve us really really well uh, we will continue to look at this and look at any issues uh, that uh, develop with it, uh, concerns. You know, the thing that I think I'd like to emphasize most is that our office isn't the sole, uh, we, we don't come up with these things. It isn't just that something that comes from the executive directors. There are all of the coaches, there are the coaches association, and there's the executive coaches association executive uh, board of the coaches that really have specific input into this and then we take it to our school administrators and and we have a series of committees that look at it so it gets a lot of scrutiny it is very bureaucratic but it's something that i think is going to work in a real positive way for us uh, in the years ahead you know and i'm having been in a number of seating meetings through the years um I'm really excited about um, the auto seating and the criteria that has been come up with to do so because um, I have just seen some weird things happen when coaches get together and they're the ones in a room and they're voting on, on seating and there's just all kinds of, I'll just call it shenanigans that happen. And I just like yep. the fact that you, you get rid of some of that that has definitely happened in the past. 
And I don't yeah. know, Mike, we, we probably are right up against a break. I'd we, hate to get into something here, and we don't have the time to do it. You know what, Tom? I, I'm sorry to say that we are, and, and uh, boy, we will have Tom back on. I'll have him on during uh, the Varsity Blitz high school football show that I do starting next week, and, and I'll make Great. sure that I reach back out to him. And, and I just really appreciate the time that he's given us. And, again, talking to you off the air, Tom, I know, Tom uh, Swiddle, I know the excitement that, that you guys have that uh, to be able to work with, with Tom and, and the feeling that he kind of gets where, where, where we're all coming from and stuff like this. So, um, Tom Schafransky, thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend, and, and hopefully we weren't too tough on you the first time on this show mike tom enjoyed every minute glad to uh, be a part of things and uh, glad to come back whenever you have time for me That's, thank you so much thank you so much we're going to get to a break other side of the break billy hirschfield former arrowhead and wisconsin badger player um and now he's a coach out at arrowhead with coach swiddle he's doing a podcast called big city podcast we'll talk to billy about his days at arrowhead his days up at Wisconsin, and some of the stuff that he's doing now. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. My co-host, Tom Swiddle, associate head coach at Arrowhead. Before we get to Billy Hirschfield, we're uh, reaching out to him right now. Tom, uh, how are you feeling about this year's uh, Arrowhead team? Tell me a little bit about uh, what your expectations are. Tom, you there? Hold on one second. We will get to him. There we go. Tom Swiddle. Yeah, yeah you know what? You're trying I, to mute me, aren't no, you? No, here's what happened. I am talking my to Mitch's ear off, and all of a sudden he goes, man, we got to go. I haven't even got the guest on. This is totally my fault. Hey, your expectations, uh, how are things going in the offseason at Arrowhead and your feeling on this year's team? Well, I, I think we should be very, very competitive. I I feel we should be playing for a conference championship this year. Certainly, you know, there's a couple other teams that are going to be very, very good this year besides ourselves, and and I think we stack up pretty nicely uh, about them or with them, I should say. And offensively, we should be really good. We've got six guys back that started for us last year. Defense is the question. We've got to replace ten guys on defense. So. Um, we got our work cut out for ourselves there, and but we're kind of built uh, offensively at Arrowhead. We kind of put our better guys, if you will, our better athletes, et cetera, play offense. So um, you know, I, again, I think our offense is going to be very good, and it's just what can we do defensively? Well, you know, when you say there might be a, a team or two, um, also that's going to be really good and can vie for that conference championship. 
That's the best high school football conference in the state of Wisconsin. And I know I get calls, boys up in the Valley. I, I understand that. But I think top to bottom, it's the best high school football conference in the state of Wisconsin. And so when you say there might be a team or two, there might be six teams in that conference, Tom. That- well, I think realistically, you know, Muskego and, you know, they're still, they've lost a lot of guys, but, you know, they've got it going. And I think McWanago is going to be really good. And I, I think Muskego and McWanago and Arrowhead are, are right now the class of the league. And, and uh, you know, we'll just see how it all falls out. You know, in, in almost any other conference, you know, there's some schools that we don't talk about near the bottom of that conference every year that would be playoff contenders in other conferences. You know, when you look at some of those schools and some of the non-conference games that they play where they compete really well with other teams, but then they get into your conference, obviously with Catholic Memorial no longer in the conference, and that's been a year now, uh, that takes a little bit of the shine away from the conference, but not a ton. Yeah, I, I agree that um, you know if you look at our 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 you know bottom four teams, if if you want to describe it at that, there's no question that those teams would compete very well in other conferences. Absolutely. Yep, I agree. Hey, we are now joined by Billy Hirschfield, and if you've been covering uh, been around high school athletics for a while, you remember him at Arrowhead. Remember him going up to Wisconsin. He's now back. Uh, boy can't come home, I guess. Right, Billy? Yeah, no doubt. Hey, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. Let's talk a little bit about um, your days over at, at Arrowhead. What years did you play there? So my years were 2010 to 2014. So talk a little bit about uh, that. When I was talking about that conference, that goes back a ways that that conference has just been a, uh, a heck of a football conference for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I was a kid from New Berlin, and I was coming into Heartland not really knowing like what the atmosphere was going to be like. I knew that Arrowhead was a very top tier school and everything for academics and sports. But like my first day of practice, when I was a freshman, I could feel the intensity from everyone on how they just had like a state title mentality. Like they're like, they're trying to win the championship conference, whatever. And like, it just like, it kept up throughout the years until my senior year, just when like everybody was just on board, knew what they needed to do, and um, and I mean that's what led us to winning state championships my uh, junior and senior year. So. Hey Billy, and I know that Tom's got some questions for you, but can I ask the decision for you to go to Wisconsin? Was that an easy decision or a difficult decision? It was a difficult uh, decision because you know like it was down between Michigan State and Wisconsin. And, you know, for me, it was like, all right, Brett Bielema offered me, then he left the next day. And then Coach Gary Anderson kept, um, stepped in, and then he kept everybody's offers on the table. You know, I, it was a very big risk for me to go to Wisconsin because it's basically a new coaching staff that I would have to, um, you know, impress and do all that. And, Michigan State, everything stayed the same except for having a new D-line coach. But what what it came down to was, you know, there was a lot of pressure um, from outside sources um, for me to go to Wisconsin. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm happy that I made the decision to go to Wisconsin because um, I learned more about myself and I definitely took a lot of life lessons away from being at that campus. So. Hey, let's uh, and the idea then of of coming back in, in, to, to Arrowhead, 
being part of uh, the school, being part of the football staff. Um, it, 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 Tom and I kind of laughed because I, I believe that a boy can't come home, right? I, I believe that. And you went away for a while. Did you know um, throughout your college days that coming back to the Heartland Arrowhead uh, district and, and being part of some of the things that are going on there was something that you wanted to do? It's actually funny because it was actually in high school where I was like, you know, I would actually, I wouldn't mind coming back here and be a coach. I wouldn't mind like trying to win a state title as a coach here or, you know, just come back doing coaching. I actually said that in high school and, you know, my parents were like, no, we want you to get a nice job and, you know, not have to come back here and everything. But like when I went to college and then left football, I was like, you know what, I'll come back. And I talked to Jimbo Lavoie about it. And he's like, yeah, we would love to have you back. And I came back and I've just been cruising and enjoying every moment with uh, the other coaches and especially the kids. So, Well, and I, I watch Mike, I, I watch Billy firsthand. He's always around. He, he's working with, with athletes all the time. He is not just coaching uh, football and basketball there, but he's also very involved in our strength and conditioning program. He works with athletes from every single program at Arrowhead. And one of the things, Billy, that I'm impressed with and just observing you and how you operate is, you know, you take the the mentorship role very seriously. And I, I noticed that, that athletes talk to you um, about other things than just football or, you know, what is this lift that I'm doing right now? I mean, you really are interested in, um, what, how they're doing, what they're doing, and, and willing to do anything to help them out. Yeah, that that mentorship is such a big, uh, is such a passion of mine. Just because, like, when I grew up, I mean, I took the heart, like, whatever, like, every teacher of mine would tell me, like, um, Brad Arnett, Jimbo Lavoy, Jim Hessler, Minoki um, Brechterfield up in Wisconsin. Like, I would make sure that I paid attention to those guys because I know that th- those guys, like, they cared not only about the, uh, me playing the sport that I'm in but they also cared about the human being that I am making sure that I'm all right, that whole deal. So I, I take a huge part in being good at being a mentorship or being a mentor to the kids. Hey, and but, that really was your motivation for the podcast, wasn't it? It, it was, it was. Hey, and Billy, can we hold you over for another segment? Cause I've got, I, I'd like to talk about the podcast, like to get, get your ideas and, and why you started it, what kind of podcast it is. Um, can we hold you over for one more segment? Yeah, that's totally fine. I really appreciate that. You can uh, follow him on Twitter at BigCityHirsch95. BigCityHirsch, the number 95, podcast host, teacher's aide, assistant coach, dog dad. There you go. You got to throw that one in. What's the name of the dog, Billy? Name of the dog is Cody. Cody. He's a good, he's a good boy. There you he's go. Really he, he is Billy Hirschfield, again, former Arrowhead and Wisconsin Badger football player. He's now hosting podcast called Big City Podcast, and we'll talk to Billy about that podcast on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Trying to get Billy Hirschfield all fired up for this last segment. <laughs> Billy, you hear this? Uh, it makes uh, makes you want to run through the tunnel again, doesn't it? Oh, it does. And it's no 
kind of just reminds me of leading up the jump around in the fourth quarter, so it's bringing back good memories. That's good. We are joined by Billy Hirschfield, former Arrowhead and Wisconsin Badger player. He is a host of a, a podcast called Big City Podcast. Hey, Billy, let's talk a little bit about the thought process behind Big City Podcast and, and what it is about. So the Big City Podcast, like I am not creative at all with my name. So the Big City comes from a nickname that I was called back in high school. And I thought I just carried on with the podcast. But the podcast itself, um, it's a little bit of everything. Um, except I go more into the understanding of college recruitment um, as well as like um, as well as mental health is another big issue because a lot of athletes as you see nowadays is that athletes are going through a lot of uh, internal stuff which is their mental health and I wanted to give them advice because I dealt through that from a little bit towards the end of my high school career and then all the way through my college career and a little bit now and I wanted to make sure that they understand to you know find those ways to, uh, you know, relax their minds and their bodies and everything and try how to handle stress, especially going into a big D1 college like Wisconsin, for example, just like understanding that. And then just also just doing topics or just, you know, ask having the kids uh, ask me questions um, as well as like college recruitment or anything like that. So a big, a big portion of it is on the mental health and the sport as, um, aspect. Hey, Billy, I, I commend you for, for willing to talk about that part. You know, for I'm an older guy. I'm a grandfather of four, soon to be a grandfather of five grandsons. And, you know, back w- w- when I was your age, it was still rub some dirt on it. You're fine. Shake it off. And, and I think now to be able to have leaders in our community and guys who played at a high level come out and say, hey, look, we can have this conversation we don't have to run from it. We don't have to hide from it. Let's have this conversation as men. I think that that's a big step, probably bigger than than you know when you're a guy like the age of me or, or Coach Swiddle to be able to say, look, part of my podcast is to deal with these issues, and I'm not afraid to tell you that I've dealt with it, I'm still dealing with it, or I dealt with it in college, and I commend you for doing that. No, I really appreciate it. Like you said, like I mean, even for me when I was growing up, like the – the motto or the saying was, is like, if you're hurt or anything, like don't show weakness because if you show weakness, then you're not going to play. You're going to be looked at differently. And, you know, that's changed obviously over time. And, you know, like I hit a very low point in college and I, and I was able to get back up from it, obviously, and still fight through it today. But, you know, I wanted to also be able to talk about that as well to other people, to other uh, student athletes, high school and college, and um, I know that it's not available, but there was a video that I had done for Wisconsin after I left football. And I talked, you know, and I was doing like kind of like what I'm doing on my podcast. But like, you know, they did a story about like how my mental health deteriorated and how I've been able to work with it. And it was videos shown in front of the football team and some of the other teams as well. And a lot of the guys, what they don't realize is that a lot, they didn't know that I was going through that stuff. You know, and it's really easy for kids to, like, hide it and, you know, not let anybody, like, see that they're struggling or that they have something going on in their head mentally or something physically. And, you know, I wanted, I wanted – my biggest thing was, like you said, like, don't be afraid to show weakness. Don't be afraid to, like, say what's on your mind, what is going on, because if you keep all that stuff bottled up, you're going to have a very long and hard day going, like, 
throughout your life. And it's like, you don't want any of that. So I just want to make sure that people are talking about it, you know, get, try to get comfortable with it because the more that you talk about it, the more and more you'll be able to open up and feel better about yourself. And Billy, we see that right now. It's gotten a lot of, uh, I'll call it notoriety just based on the Olympics and the, you know, the gymnast for the United States who due to mental issues has basically backed out of the games, can't compete. So it is being thought of uh, at a different level, I think, presently. And I mm-hmm. agree with Mike. I, I think it's great that, that you are open and that you are discussing those kinds of things. And, and besides the, you know, the mental health issue, what are some of the other experiences that you've gone through that, again, motivated you to do a podcast? Well, the biggest thing that a lot of people feel like is because they have that weakness that they feel alone, that if you have that weakness or – you know, some injury, you know, you're going to be left behind, left in the dirt kind of deal. And that was my thing is that I felt like I was very beside, like by myself, that nobody was able to help me. Or if I told somebody that it'd be some kind like, I'd be some kind of burden on them. So I wanted to make sure, you know, I like, it eventually took me to like find help and which I did. Thank goodness for uh, my academic advisor. Her name is Leanne Bird. She did a phenomenal job, Chris Irene and many other people as well, but like just for those kids to be able to speak up and then also finding that help because the help is out there. It's just that we have to go get it or make it more noticeable for the kids to actually go and get that help. It's called the big city podcast and big city is one word, the big city, big city podcast. You know, I can tell you that I, I love some of the things he's talking about. And we're talking to Billy Hirschfield, former Arrowhead and Wisconsin Badger player. Their, the second episode was Know Your Role. You know what? As a player, somebody on a sports team, know what your role is. Episode three was the longest of the episodes, the college recruitment one. And then episode four, communications at all level. Episode five, listen to your body. Listen to your body. And that's just not your body. I'm sure also your head. And, mm-hmm. and take a listen to some of this. And, and, and I love the fact that he's willing to talk about all this. This isn't just a former football player talking about playing in the trenches and what it was like at Arrowhead. And this is, this is much bigger than that. You know, his message is much bigger than that. And he has this platform because, it, look, if you've been following high school and college football in this state for, for any amount of time, you've heard the name Billy Hirschfield. And he's up and he's willing to talk about listen to your body and what it means to be a, a good communicator at all levels, not just football and not just sports, but at work and your relationships and all of that. So give this a listen, the Big City Podcast, and uh, I'm sure that, that he would appreciate you listening. I know his dog would appreciate you listening as well. And uh, certainly the boys out at Arrowhead because he's helping them coach and we talk a little Arrowhead football uh, throughout the season, everyone. A while as well, but you can find it the Big City Podcast and uh, take a listen to it. Billy, thanks a lot. I really appreciate a few minutes of your time. No, thank you guys. I really appreciate this opportunity to talk with you guys and you know talk about my podcast. I really do appreciate the invite. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Billy, I'll have you on during the varsity blitz and we'll talk about Coach Swiddle behind his back a little bit. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Let's do that. You we, have to get wine to do that. Hey, we, you know what? I could get Ingrid, and we could do a full podcast on that. I could oh, get yeah, his wife, the three of us, Matt. That oh, would be no. that would be outstanding. Hey, Billy, thanks a lot. I appreciate your time. 
Yeah, no problem. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Billy. You bet. Hey, Tom Swidler, we got about two minutes left. I wanted to say thank you so much. You know, for another year of the WFCA show, it's just such a blessing for me to be able to do this with you every other week. And the way you set these up and the amount of time that you put into this, you know, people don't see behind the scenes. But, man, you, you sure do a great job of setting up this, these shows. And uh, I just want to say thank you. Well, thank you for that. Uh, I can't tell you how much I enjoy working with you. We just completed our eighth season, and boy, I'm hoping there's a ninth season next I, year. I can tell you right now that if I have a say in it, there we have a ninth ninth season, Tom. But well, you know, I don't have a say. I don't even know what I, I can't even tell my wife what we're having for lunch today because she'll tell me. Yeah, but I just want you to know and uh, how much the WFCA and especially myself appreciate all that you've done for us as an organization and just how much we appreciate WSSP giving us this opportunity to have a forum to talk about football in the state of Wisconsin. You got it. He is Tom Swiddle, associate head coach at Heartland Arrowhead. He can't do any more of these now because he this football season's starting really quickly. <laughs> Hey, Tom, again, thank you so much. I appreciate all the information that you and John Hope gave regarding the 2022 Hall of Fame class. Jason Pittman joining us. Tom Shafransky from the WIA and Billy Hirschfield. It was a great show. Have a good weekend, Tom. You do the same. You got it. Thanks for listening. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.